Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3, The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker, Barathee Jagdish and Ryan Huang. Time now to uh, take a look at the bigger picture. Mm, and a slew of abbreviations and acronyms abound <laughs> as we talk about the world's top central banks very much kicking into gear this week. Yeah, it's a bit of an alphabet soup. So we've got the mm. FOMC, the ECB, the BOJ, the BOE, all in action, all part of 20 central banks under the spotlight as they decide what policies to go forward with because we are looking at quite a bit of a backdrop. All right, and for this part, Bharati and I will be RB. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have a backdrop of um, diverging central bank actions. So some thinking about tightening, some not so much. Let's get a bigger picture from Calvin Wong. He is the analyst for CMC Markets. Morning, Calvin. How are you doing today? Hey, great, great. Uh, exciting uh, for this for this week, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exciting. Yeah, yeah. Before we start to see uh, lower liquidity uh, condition, uh, less volatile, hopefully, uh, in the in, in the prior week. Yeah. Oh, sorry, in the next few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we've got quite a bit to get through this week with the central banks in action. So, right at the front and center of it is the FOMC. This is going to be the yes. final meeting for the year, and we've all heard about how they might want to quicken the pace of tapering. Walk us through what we can expect because we've just got a very high reading on inflation last Friday, thirty-nine year high, six point eight percent for the yes. consumer price index. What does that do for this meeting? Yes, definitely. So I, uh, what we reckon over here is that we believe that most uh, traders and market uh, participants and watchers will be watching very closely for this FOMC meeting. Uh, why? Uh, because if we look at prior to this meeting is that the guidance given by the Fed Chair Powell in his previous uh, Congress testimony, which is in November, uh, he actually did mention that uh, inflation inflation is no longer transitory, the magic word. Yeah. Mm. So uh, that kind of a give a, a bit of guidance already. The market has really started to price in that the Fed will start to change its tone towards a more hawkish stance. But what's interesting over here is that um, I want to take a look at from the equity market perspective. So if you were to look at uh, last uh, Friday high inflation print, so that is more likely has already been uh, kind of a expected that the Fed is going to do something about contain this 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 inflationary numbers uh, which is about close to 40 year high but after the print number is out right 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 immediately uh after that we're talking about uh two two hours uh, about three hours of price uh, trading in the u.s stock market in fact the s&p 500 actually rose to a fresh all-time high all right so that, that's very, very very interesting about how the market is actually reacting to this uh, situation over here so what i could be actually understanding from the market perspective is that hey we're going to take a look at uh, other indicator let's say for example the u.s treasury yield curve as you know that the 10 year minus two year and the 30 year minus five year so these are the common uh, year curve that most traders are watching so if you look at this two-year curve, they're actually trying to, uh, they're actually in fact trending downwards significantly since May this year. And the levels that we're seeing right now right, is a level that is much, much lower compared to the previous start of the previous interest rate high cycle previously. Uh, the one in uh, Jan 994, June 2004, and the most recently in December 2015. So, in fact, if the market is actually uh, expecting Fed Powell to actually take notice of this uh, flattening of this U.S. Treasury yield curve, the levels much relatively lower compared to the start of the previous cycle. So, will Fed Chair uh, coming doing uh, after the Fed FOMC, which is in press conference, 
address this concern. That means if you address this concern, uh, there could be a possibility that the Fed, in fact, is actually watching other uh, uh, indication uh, in the economy that, hey, uh, I also do not want to actually tighten so much that could actually derail future economic growth. Mm-hmm. So that could be a positive uh, a scenario for risk assets to actually rally much further from uh, from these uh, levels that, that, that we've seen from last Friday. So as we know that uh, previously in the past, uh, you look at the way uh, Fed Powell actually guide uh, his tone during the press conference, he seems to be a bit uh, watching, a bit concerned about the market's movement as well, mm. and as well as also the, the reality in the, the, in the economic situation. And do not forget over here, that the current high inflation numbers, it's not really much on the demand-driven side of the story. It's actually a, a mix of demand-driven and supply-driven. So supply-driven, as we, as we mm-hmm. all know, is due to this uh, pandemic uh, crisis. Uh, or the pandemic uh, scenario that has yet to be resolved uh, because we look at the scenario right now over here is that China being uh, the, the biggest uh, jigsaw puzzle in this global supply chain uh, crunch is not going to soon, uh, it's not going to so soon uh, to actually uh, uh, kind of change its COVID zero strategy. Mm. So uh, that, uh, that, 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 that particular, uh, we call it a uh, 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 jigsaw puzzle, the Fed couldn't have much control over it there. Yeah. Yeah, inflation, just one of the uh, factors the Fed is looking at. Of course, they've been talking about inclusive growth. And of course, um, this is against the backdrop of Omicron, tornadoes in the US as well. And talking about Omicron, the BOE is going to be in focus this week because the UK is facing, according to Prime Minister Boris Johnson, a tidal wave of Omicron infections. And this is putting the pound under pressure. What's uh, happening with the BOE and what do you think they will do? Okay, so this is also a very interesting uh, scenario to watch. So, in fact, if you look at the previous uh, BOA meeting, they actually uh, kind of, uh, previously, initially, they were actually kind of hawkish. So, uh, what they're actually expecting is uh, they are kind of, uh, they intended to actually uh, guide the markets uh, in a way that to start hiking uh, before reducing QE. But that actually changed in the previous meeting. So uh, with this, uh, we call it um, uh, Omicron variant that is causing a bit of uh, economic jittery to the UK uh, economy, especially with the latest uh, government uh, measures to actually kind of uh, reduce economic activities uh, in the UK as per se, uh, to reduce the risk of spread. So it will be pretty much interesting to see how uh, BOA, BBOE, pardon me, BOE, uh, stands on that. So uh, with that, uh, we start to see a bit of sluggishness uh, in the pound going forward. But uh, definitely, uh, what they're actually expecting of this Omicron, I mean, how long they would last uh, in terms of their their, their role in, in actually uh, causing, would that be cause a drastic change to, to be a hawkish uh, uh, guidance for 2022? So that really actually uh, plays a big part uh, for this meeting as well. And just to wrap things up, Kelvin, uh, the BOJ, Bank of Japan, is going to be making its decision on Friday. And this mm. is going to be against the backdrop of rather weak economic growth forecasts. What's the expectations okay. from BOJ on how they will tackle this? Uh, I expect uh, BOJ similar has no change. They will be pretty much dovish uh, as before. Uh, I do not see them uh, rocking boat uh, to actually uh, change uh, their yield curve control program at this moment in time. Uh, given that uh, economic um, uh, the economic scenario in Japan is is not as uh, great uh, versus the rest of the world uh, the rest of the developed nation, so pretty much unchanged for BOJ. 
Okay, BOJ in focus on Friday. Of course, the BOE on Thursday alongside the FOMC on Friday, uh, Thursday morning. Let me chat with Calvin Wong. He is an analyst at CMC Markets helping us to break down the central bank's action this week. Calvin, thanks for your time. Thank you, Ryan. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.